I'm Agent Scott. And I'm Cam the Provocateur. And we're from the Spy Hards Podcast. That's right, and you are listening to Pods Like Us, the podcast that also has the Midas touch. thing that gets on my friend sam's uh one of his grumbles which is he says he hates it when people go abroad but they don't eat the delicacy from that country and they'll eat their (laughs) own food (laughs) yes i think that's a really good grumble absolutely yeah that's a good grumble why are you going to the country if you don't want to experience the country yeah you could have just put on like a documentary about that country and And like seen all the sites without bothering with having to breathe their air or drink their water or learn their language yes right that that one gets his goat as well because he he lives in (laughs) spain and he's fluent Ah. in spain even though he's english originally he's fluent Mm -hmm. in spain spain in spanish and he says why do people come over to Spain from England but don't even bother to know any Spanish and just continue speaking English when they go there <laughs> and expect yes. the Spanish people to be fluent in English? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Americans do that all the time. We just think that, like, everyone should speak English, which is absurd and ridiculous <laughs> because it's actually more prominent to speak two languages. Um because Americans are so obnoxious. But um, but yes, I completely agree with you. Like, if you're going to go to another country, you should at least learn a few words. And you can get... I mean, most people do speak English, so you can get around. But you should acknowledge the language. I know when I was going to go to France, my family members were like, make sure you greet them all in French first or they won't talk to you. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, okay, I'll say bonjour to everyone <laughs> first before bonjour. I say... Bonjour, 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 bonjour. Right. Je m'appelle Véronique. Um, how do I get to the subway? Like, <laughs> or the underground. I, I know they call it the underground in England. I'm not sure what they call it in um, England I, or France. I forgot. But yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been to France, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's... Um, yes, there, yeah, it was fun though. Speaking of the subway in France, there's so many, there's so many tunnels that like you have to, you, there, there's so many stairs, like there's stairs down. That's like what I remember. Anyway, this isn't interesting. You live in New York city. There's, there's subways everywhere. There's lots of stairs. No, but the subway is a little cooler. 
a little cooler in Fraser's. It's, oh, it's cooler. Yeah. It's got it's cooler like, stairs. It's like old timey, like narrow stairs. Oh. Like you could fall and hurt yourself stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Safety non-compliant stairs. Yes. Yeah. At least it was a while back. I haven't been in a long time, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, most of those stairs, I think, are made out of catacombs or piles of bones or well, something like that. that's what they were saying, that if the subway stopped, then the city would be lower or it would make collapse because the um, – the tension of the subway moving or something because there's so many different places in the catacombs. There's like the under perfect the amount of vibration. Yeah, it, it subway keeps that... everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't. The essence that yeah. The... Someone told me that and I never looked at that. Yeah, the spiritual <laughs> vibration is yeah. the heartbeat. Of, it's like the veins. You know, yeah. if it stops pumping blood, it's going to collapse. That's right. Yeah, I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> again, again, you don't learn anything. <laughs> We don't know anything. No matter what you say, you're not going to change my romanticism of New York because I've always wanted to go there. Oh, you should go and you should come. It, yes. I mean, yeah, it's, it's... If you come, let us know. It's a city. It is. The and energy is like no other. It really is. Yes, and it's a state. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this city's wild. It's it's a little tiny island, but it's, I mean, it's it's massive. And, and we just keep building up and up and up and down and down and down. Yeah. There's so many tubes, crisscrossing tubes, under tubes, under tubes, under tubes. And it's interesting, even with not a lot of people out on the streets. I mean, more are coming out now, obviously. But even when it was quiet, like, I actually liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I was like, oh, wow, I can enjoy New York and there's no people here. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, having having less tourists is great. It's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, not for our economy, but yeah, like, <laughs> for us personally, it's been lovely. Yeah, it's great because tourists tend to just walk slower, and New Yorkers walk very fast. Yeah, yeah, we have places to go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like New, as a New Yorker, it if I don't have something to do, I beat myself up over it. So like quarantine's been hard for a lot of us because we're so used to just running around so much and just hustling. That when we had so much time off, it was like, what do I do? Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a certain rhythm. Yeah, mm. there's a certain rhythm to this city. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that the that actually that slowing down of New York? Do you think it's possibly changed how you are now, or how people in New York are? I'm just going off on a tangent here. I'm sorry, but y you know, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's we're all about tangents. People are nicer, and I do think that people are craving connection. I think they're they're craving personal connection. So you see more eye contact on the subway. You see more, a little bit more of connection when you know there's a suspicious person that you're like, I don't want that person to come near me. Um, you you know you can connect with the person across from you, and they're also like, I don't want that person to come near me. You know, <laughs> um, or you know people asking for money or or whatever, um, but. I, it, it's interesting because I've, I went back to work in August. So in the beginning of that, when people were still outside, everyone was lovely. Everyone was just happy to see another person and sit outside and dine and like have a good time. Now that we're, now that people are starting to really be over COVID and be over all of this. And now that we're inside, like 
the allergy people are back yes. and the very particular people are back. Like, you know, you wouldn't be surprised. There was no gluten allergies in August <laughs> or September, but in October when we opened, oh, we had so many gluten allergies all of a sudden. Uh, gluten allergies are back. Soy allergies are back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shellfish and allergies are back. If, yeah. you're, if you're actually allergic, obviously, you know, you're celiac. That's, that's very serious and important. But, um, the preference people, the preference people and the I want to make someone feel and, you know, degrade someone else because I want to eat here. You know, they're starting to come back. Those people are starting to come back. Yeah. So, so the city's coming back to life is what she's yes. saying. Yeah. <laughs> city's coming back into people its own. People are yeah. starting to be okay with being rude again. Yeah. The traffic yeah. Uh, the the pedestrians are coming back. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's getting back to the old ways. But I I do think that there is there is definitely a level of patience. People do have a little bit more patience with with things. Um, and I think that I think the trauma that we've all experienced is 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 a result of that. What I'm worried about coming out of this pandemic is everybody has gotten so used to the mask thing yeah. that now now that like I think the majority of adults are vaccinated in New York City, like now it's like getting to the point where we're going to take our masks off. But who's going to be the first to do it? Because like we, we as New Yorkers, we've been trained now to like be like, hey, mask up. So now it's like now, even though we're all immune, immunized, yeah. We're, we're, now it's going to be like, well, can I take my mask off? And somebody's going to be like, hey, and you're going to be like, ah, I don't, I don't know when. Yeah, yeah, and and also like, I don't know if I want to take my mask off. Like I believe it or not, love serving in my mask. I love serving in my mask, and I love that. Yeah, because you can hide all your face. frowns. <laughs> You can stick your tongue out at them, but they don't know. Right. Like, I mean, no, but it's just, I don't know. It's almost so, like, the service industry can be so wearing on someone that, like, it's like that's the last part of me that I'm not going to give to you. <laughs> and it's just serving dumplings, Marv. It's just serving dumplings to, like, crazy people. Like, it's just so insane. Um, but I love my job, and it's great. <laughs> but... Good save. <laughs> yeah, right. I I like while I'm wearing my mask and oh. uh, we're taking pictures or something. I like to say out loud, "I'm smiling," <laughs> because I do. I like to smile. I like to smile for pictures, especially. And nobody knows if I'm smiling or not. So I always just say it out loud, just to let everybody know I'm smiling. Yeah. Right before the picture gets taken. I mean, I forget that I wear my mask. We were helping our friends move uh, the other day, and I was—I stayed behind to help organize and consolidate things. And I had my mask on by myself in their <laughs> apartment, like organizing their stuff. And I didn't realize I still had it on until like I took a sip of water. Like I went for a straw and like I <laughs> put it up to my mask that was already. Oh, you had a on straw, did you? Yeah. It was a reusable straw, <laughs> mm. but yeah. Well, all plastic straws are reusable straws if if you don't throw them away. That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just I don't know. It's all it's helped a lot of people with allergies. I don't know if masks are ever going to go away. I, I oh, don't know. you think it's here to stay? 
Well, I don't think it's necessarily here to stay as a culture for everyone, but I do think, you know, it makes you think about things. Like if I were sick, like if I just got a regular flu, you know, or wasn't feeling well, I should probably keep a mask on my face, right? So I don't infect you. You know, people in other countries have been doing this for years. But you know, Um, we had a plague a hundred years ago. And I'm sure they were having these exact conversations afterward. And they were like, well, maybe as we get sick, we should still use the mask a little bit. And it eventually faded away. Like, it'll fade away. Yeah, isn't that interesting? In the 1918 pandemic, there were also uh, anti-maskers. They were also (laughs) people that were against masks. Yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's a good thing that uh, education and science has come a long way since then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It's come a long way since the old duck and cover days as well. Mm. Yeah. What's duck and cover? What's that? The duck and cover was, um, uh, I mean, I'm mentioning that, and it was an American thing, actually, where they were on about during the the Cuban uh, crisis. Uh, I think it was the 50s or the 60s. Oh, And they used to have advertisements on the television in in America telling people to, uh, if, if there was a potential nuclear... Uh, mm. explosion Attack. you were to go on the ground and just stay flat to the ground and it would save you okay or yeah hide un- or hide underneath the table that was a little bit before our time but yes we... mine too. i do i do remember yes i do remember that now um i grew up in the midwest yeah. uh which is prone to tornadoes and so we had a sort of dock and cover thing, like every you know month or so, we'd have a tornado drill where everybody would have to go against a wall and duck down and put their hands over their head, just like that. And then we'd all just be like lined up like that. Like, uh, yeah, it looked like a prison camp, but we all lined up just to learn how to survive a tornado just in case. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Similar. And then, but then after our generation, the next generation had to learn how to avoid uh, school shooters. Yeah, active shooters. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, and like it's kind of crazy that I confuse that term with police. Like, whoops! Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So every generation has to uh, yeah. go through those those drills, ducking and covering in some way, I guess. Yeah. But door handles are upsetting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. As are. Let's have a look. Um, trying to look at all these grumps that people have sent in now. Oh my gosh, that's great. This is amazing. I love this. Yeah. We can do like a little lightning round. Okay. Jason from the podcast Our Cynic Culture says that his grump is people driving slowly in the fast lane. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, the thing is, there's a speed limit, but we all know that that's just a suggestion, right? (laughs) Because the police aren't going to pull you over unless you're going like 12 miles per hour over. Yes. So like the the fact that if you're going the speed limit, be in the right lane. That's what that's for. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I absolutely agree. This is frustrating. You know what? Because truckers will do this sometimes on a two-lane road. Uh. They'll try to pass each other, but they're they're only going to go like a couple miles per hour difference. Right. And so they're blocking both lanes at like very similar to the speed limit. And you're like, I just, I need to get around. I don't, you know, like we're a little riskier in our car. We want to go faster. Because they can see you coming up behind them. So why don't you wait until all this line of traffic, because they, you know, they don't need to, they don't need to get there that much quicker. So they right. can wait for you for all this line of traffic to come past. 
get past both you and the, the lorry that's in front of you, and then when you've all yeah. gone past, then go around them two miles or three miles an hour faster than that lorry <laughs> yeah. that you're trying to overtake. It, yes. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because they have mirrors. They can see you coming from behind. This yeah. reminds me of, like, here in New York City, it, it, the same phenomenon happens for pedestrians mm. is the tourists will all like span the whole width of the sidewalk <laughs> and walk slowly staring at the M&M store and things like that and the people that actually live in New York and have to like walk through Times Square are like just move just just, just don't don't cover the whole sidewalk yeah, yeah. no you've reminded me of an incident that happened years ago when I went to uh, I went to London and because uh, obviously I'm from northern England and or the north of England, so I went. I went to Lin, yeah, to London. I went to go and see In Excess Live, the band, and uh, mm-hmm. oh. so I was getting some some repair work done on an Indian instrument at an Indian music shop while I was there. And uh, so I was using the uh, the London Underground, and because it's new to me, I was there and saying, you know, because they've got they've got underground trains every 30 seconds or something from one place to another. I used to say, wow, your transport system is so amazing. I can't believe how good it is. And this person just looked at me and they were sort of like, overumphing me, as they call it, you know, like, hmm, like that. And then one of the um, people that worked for the underground actually said to me, he said, people around here don't realise how much better their transport system is than, than yours. He said, I'd suggest in the future, you just... Don't mention anything about transport," he said. "Because wherever you go, the transport is not good enough." Right. Oh my gosh! Totally. Everybody oh, grumbles totally. about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that they they love they do that here too. They love to talk about the MTA and and all that business. Yeah. All New Yorkers love to grumble about this amazing subway system yeah. that will get you anywhere in this city, this massive metropolis. Yes. Like in under an hour, it'll just take you anywhere. And they love to grumble and gripe about yes. it every time. And I'm like, oh my yes. goodness, guys, this is this is a marvel of human transit right yes. here. I'm like, yes, it need it needs work, but it has gotten way better. It's gotten so much better over the years, for sure. Absolutely. I always feel like when there's when you're in the fast lane and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm driving and everything. And then you do kind of get into a groove. So I guess you like slow down just a little bit. You can you can see that car and I see that car approaching me and I'm I want to get out of that that lane as fast as possible. I don't understand the people that double down and they're like, I'm not moving. <laughs> you know, there's a mentality, there's a strange mentality that takes people when they're behind the wheel of a car. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you were walking down the sidewalk mm. and somebody was slightly in your way or like accidentally like cut you off a little bit because they stepped in front of you, you'd be like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. But if you're behind the wheel of a car, you're like, get out of the way. What are you doing? What, a car? what kind of idiot are you? I hate you. Get out of my way. I will mow you over. And it's, wait, wait, where does this mentality come from well that's that brings an interesting like dynamic is the road rage yeah the road rage that happens in the car yeah, yeah. just because you're sitting in a, a car you own you feel like you own the road a little bit well, too. It, and it's almost like you're behind a bar like there is a space like you have space between you and the other person that you are screaming at in your vehicle yeah you know and there's there's walls right there's and walls. there's airbags it's very protective <laughs> yes. in there you have windows and doors a lot of protection to to insulate your jerkishness. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know what? And that you know what? They wouldn't. Okay. So this is the thing with the door thing, and cars. They wouldn't have a push pull car door. 
So why would you have it for a building? Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. Could you imagine like different types of car doors? Yeah. You know, like, just, just like a, on a swinging hinge. <laughs> just a hinge. handle on your, on your... Like a swinging hinge. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm, I'm picturing the Dukes of Hazard, and like right. they just jumped in and out through the window. You know, they didn't have doors at all. And then you got other cars that'll have like the the, the swinging doors from the old Wild West saloon yeah. that just you sort of push in and out at ease. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Like hmm, getting back to the door thing. Anyway, what's another one? Okay, Gil from the Mindbuds podcast. He says okay. when people ask him what time it is, he, he says I don't know what time it is. He goes, I usually give them the wrong time on purpose so they'll they'll never <laughs> ask me again. Amazing. I like that. I Although, do too. A wrong clock is right twice a day. So I wonder if sometimes in his attempts at giving the wrong time, every <laughs> once in a while he just gives the right time on accident. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that idea of, of somebody asking you what time it is and you don't look at a clock, you don't pull out a watch, you don't look yeah. at your cell phone, you just stare him straight in the eye and say... 240. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like 445. I want to like I want to do like a, a like like put my finger up in the air like I'm testing the direction of the wind yeah. and then look at the sun and then look at the shadow on the ground and then stay with the most confident yes, air. Exactly. It's 315. It's right. Totally. and 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I want to, yeah, I want to look up at the stars and like pull out a sextant. Yeah. And look at the moon. <laughs> Do you remember when you could call time? Did you ever have to call time? Yes, the speaking time. Clock, as we call it in like, the UK. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like in a, in a sporting event. No. <laughs> no. You used to be able to ring a phone number and, and you'd yep. ring the phone number and it would tell you what time it is. <laughs> yes, yes, we did that when my mom moved to an apartment uh, with me and my brother, and we didn't have a clock set up because it was before cell phones and all that stuff, and we would call time. <laughs> Sometimes I just thought it was fun because I was a kid, you know. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. Just call time. Call time. That's a good response. Why don't you call it? <laughs> yeah. you call it? You got a cell phone? Why don't you call Why don't you time? Call time. <laughs> call Father Time and ask him. <laughs> Alternatively, go to the thrift shop and, and buy and buy one for fifty cents for for a little clock. There you go. Who doesn't know what time it is in the age of cell phones? Well, so I've said, "What time is it?" But it's usually to myself, and I'm not usually asking someone else. I'm just talking out loud. Usually, when I say <laughs> what time it is, what I mean is I'm about to hype you up for something awesome. Right. What time is it? It's time to go outside. I was going to be like, showtime. It's showtime. Um, what time is it? Law and order. I find. SVU. Yes. Sundays at 6 p.m. Excellent. Okay. I, I don't know. I just made that up. No. It, that's, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. No, no, no. None of that. Um, so what I think is interesting, I am excited about the new Law and Order SVU show. Sh so. For sure. Yeah. We, let's Stabler. talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about that. And then in five minutes, we'll no. come back to the conversation. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what the the <laughs> the do you know what time it is? Question is is very fun because it reminds me of is it raining? That question when you walk outside <laughs> and you ask is it raining? And I always think that's pretty funny when people ask. I that. do like that because you can feel it, or you should have seen it before you walked out the door. <laughs> Absolutely. 
How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, but you, yeah, you walk I, into it. You walk into a, a, a shop, and you'll you'll be soaking wet from being outside, and someone will go. Oh, is it raining outside? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. You are head to toe drenched. Yes. Head to toe drenched. And they're like, is it raining? Yeah. <laughs> You're no, like, I yeah. took a shower with my clothes on. <laughs> right. Right. I was a never nude. Just walked right in there. Yeah, absolutely. Or you walk in with like your coat and your hands and you're like breathing on your hands to warm up and people are like, oh, is it cold outside? <laughs> yeah. And be like, no, no, I just stopped at the, at the at the store, picked up a few clothes, a few items, a few jackets, <laughs> threw it all on and realized, oh, it's way too hot for this. <laughs> well, now you could, you, could, uh, you could actually do that on purpose even when it's not. So you go into a shop when it's warm and you could be just there holding your hands and blowing on them and making them think. So then they'll put lo- a lot more layers on and go <laughs> oh outside. Oh, my gosh. Now, yes. that's, that's the, this is the way, yeah. That, that, that is the way. This is the way to do it. This is the way. Um, I take, take your garden hose and just douse yourself with as much water as possible oh and walk gosh. inside right before somebody else is leaving. And they'll be like, oh, I need an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And then the whole store is going to start purchasing umbrellas. This is a brilliant April Fool's joke I'm to play umbrellas. on people at stores. <laughs> that is really funny. Walking, shaking, shaking off all this it water. Make a whole production of it going inside. Be like, oh, it's really pouring out there. <laughs> Really, get get an umbrella right now. Better get your like, umbrella. And it's a Walgreens where there's like right. wall-to-wall windows and everybody just looks outside. It's obviously and they're staring, they're day. squinting, and they're like, is it raining? I can't see. <laughs> and then you just shout, what time is it? <laughs> get out of the yes. fast lane. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, give us another one. I love this. Okay, another one that uh, my friend Sam came out with is people who don't open, leave the doors open for the next person following them in or out of a, of a shop. Well, that's now, rude. This is, this is a delicate one because there, okay. there, there's, oh, there's okay. an equation to figure out how far away the next person is and how mm. long you'd have to hold that door. Mm. And then if, if you're on the receiving end of that and you're like half a block away, but somebody's mm. holding the door open for you, now you have to do that little half jog thing to be yes. polite in return. And have sometimes ever, I'd be like, well, just let the door close. Have like, you ever, I'll get there. Like, assess the person as you're like holding on. You're like, oh, they're a little, they, they look fit. Maybe they'll run for the door, or should I just let it go? <laughs> oh, no, they have a cane. Nah, that's not going to happen. Oh, wait, but they have a cane. I should hold the door. I got to stand here now. I got to stand here now and yeah. wait for them you to ever, come. I you, can't. Ever, you ever hold the door open for somebody and then look at them? And like, it's the first time you cleanly looked at them, and you're like, oh, they have a Karen haircut. Oh, they're gonna ask for the manager. Oh, I should, I should let the door. Do, I, like, I should let the door go. I shouldn't have opened the door should, for this person. I should. I, now I'm obligated to stay. Now the employee's gonna look at me like I'm with her. Oh no! You just projected. <laughs> you projected a Karen haircut. I think I know. That's the, a thing. I know the hair. I know You're the. Ca- I know the one hair. right now. <gasps> I do not have a Karen haircut. I do kind of want to cut it into a Karen haircut, but I don't currently have that just yet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, Have you ever done this? Have you ever, like, you go into the bank and you open the door and you realize somebody's behind you uh and you're like, oh, I'll just hold the door open for them. But they weren't going to the bank and they just walked sort of around you and Uh, then you're like... That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. I wish I watched that happen to you. And then now at this point, you're obligated to just stand there and keep holding the door open until somebody (laughs) enters. No, why do you do that? You're so silly. This is the thing that I don't like. I don't like it when you hold the door for someone and then you inadvertently held the door for five people. 
Yeah. Right? That's what happens. They That's get what a happens. little sneaky in there. They're like, oh, one person. Oh, two more. Oh, now it's a family. And then, like, now the it's third a family. one is always like, thank you. Yeah. And, but by the fifth one, they just assume that's your job. Yeah. You're the doorman. <laughs> you're the doorman now. Yeah. And you're like, is this a pull or a push? <laughs> and then you get somebody that, like, forgot to say one thing before they left. So they step out, but then they step right back in. And, like, yep. you're like, am I still holding the door? Like, they're about to leave again, but they're just saying one last thing. Yes. And, like, and if you open the door for someone as they left just because you were standing by the door, maybe you were waiting for a friend. If they come back into the establishment, do they expect you to open the door again for them if you're still standing there? Um, I See what I mean? You ever, you ever, you ever get into one of those I, – maybe not you – this might be this might be more of a boy thing. How does why does it need to have to do with but gender? But if you're if you're in a in a group, then okay. like one of the men will want to hold the door open for the whole party. The chivalrous then, person then, may open the door. But then there's the two chivalrous people, yeah, and they're like sort of like, oh, oh, okay, oh, do you got that? Yeah, I can hold that. And, and <laughs> neither of them enters. They just stand there with this open door, figuring out who's opening the door. Right, they don't know. You go through the door. You can go first. No. <laughs> Excellent. Exactly. Yes. This is what I like about. I'm from Chicago, and Chicago is where the revolving door is from. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I like about the revolving door. Completely eliminates that idea. Complete because you can't now. You can't. It's like a ride. Sometimes, sometimes the way I'll do it is like I'll push the. I'll start by pushing the door, mm-hmm. and then the people come in behind me, and I'll make a full rotation just so like the next oh four people I got you gosh. taken care of. Of course, you're like <laughs> I will push for everyone. I'll you're like the conductor of the wheel door. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, everybody! All aboard the revolving door! <laughs> <laughs> and you have like six children behind you marching, like doop 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 doop. A line of adults trying to get it to work. Um, amazing. I, you know, with, the, with that revolving door, though, they have a sensor now. That, so if you walk too fast, it stops. Well, those are the powered ones. Well, I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> because I like to walk quickly. I don't like receiving my chivalry from a door. Okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. What about at the grocery it's the store? the AI, bib. What it's about, the AI, what about, bib. What about the grocery store where when it sees you coming, it automatically opens? I know. Yeah. Yes. Now, I do like that one. But, you know what? There's the one down the street. That like it's just right on the sidewalk, and so every person oh, passing it, goes, it makes it open, and so yeah. it's just using a bunch of electricity, but nobody's yeah. going in and out. But the good thing about that in the summertime is that it has air conditioning, so that when you do walk by and it keeps opening and closing, you get a whiff of the air, the cold air. Yeah, it, just a little a little puff <laughs> yeah. of air. It's like the store is breathing yeah. cold air. There out. you go. The store's not wearing a mask. You are. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. down. I, I used to work in. Uh, I used to do supermarket or shop security. Mm-hmm. And um, and one of the shops that I worked at, they had a revolving door. So mm. when it was the winter, oh, and no. I was at the front of the store, I just had this constant cold breeze coming through the revolving door that was automatic and just kept going round and bringing the cold air directly oh at where my position was at the front. Oh my gosh! That's right. Yeah, because that's like a windmill of yes. cold air. That's a little yes. lap, 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 and it's just a, just a breath. Of, ooh, yeah, repeated. Ah. That's like that's a machine gun fire of ah. cold air. Yeah, rather than just a, a breeze from outside. That's a heavy wind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, ooh, it's a storm. It's like a nor'easter coming in there. <laughs> 
rain. Is it raining, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely snowing. <laughs> All right, yeah. hit us with another one. Okay. Uh, Jenna Stone from uh, Xander and Stone uh, podcast, she says she hates those little bits of paper that get everywhere from spiral-bound notebooks. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. a wild one. That's a good one. That's like glitter. Yeah. Yes. It's that like paper. It's, it's, yeah, it's the glitter of a notebook. Yes. It, because you had you had two options when I was in school. You could get the little spiral-bound notebook that yeah. had all those things, or you get the one where they're perforated on the side, and it's like sealed together mm. like a loose-sealed paperback novel yes. and that it was perforated and those ones it would always rip the wrong way yes. so you could you could either avoid the little slips of paper mm-hmm. or get the paper that's going to ruin part of your math homework yeah and if you if you tear it a little too much it like rips the whole thing or at least it did when i was in high school now do you remember rolodexes yeah. Because Rolodexes yeah. used to have those little tabs at the top that's very similar to this situation. Oh, yeah. And and those things, when they fell off, that was disastrous because it could <gasps> no longer you fit in the Rolodex. And then you couldn't find anyone. <laughs> so, like, how are you going to... That's your contact list. That's like your cell phone right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I mean, they, because they'd all be bound nicely together on right. that... On that um, system or whatever the rails yes like you know like train track rails but they were just a circle and and it helped the cars but then that one card had that one thing so one card was always loosely Mm. sticking out and so Mm. you had to be careful every time you flipped through it Mm. um you know the uh when you make you're punching holes in pieces of paper Mm -hmm. those little holes i remember i went to work with my mom when she was a paralegal in dc and i was little i was maybe like five or something at that time and one of her coworkers, she was playing with me and she, and i was obsessed with those little round dots so she she collected all the round dots from the law firm of the, the <laughs> hole punches to give to me to bring home <laughs> And of course, on the way home in the car, I spilled them everywhere because I'm five. And my mom freaked out. She was like, now we have all these dots in the car. Now the interior of my car is polka dotted. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It must have taken weeks to get rid of all those dots from the car. I I bet it took longer, Marv. I bet yeah. it took longer. I don't even. I don't think she took a microwave. I think it was like me seeing how much I upset her to be like, I can pick it up. I can pick it up. I'm but sure. Do 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 people in school still have this problem? Because lots mm. of people have laptops and they email documents and papers. So he, that's an interesting thing now. Does paper really come into play in schools? I know for me and my learning disabilities, I love to write things down. Mm-hmm. So I like to have physically write things down when I'm learning, as well as like typing is a different style of learning for me. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, there, there was a time when we were talking about moving toward a paperless society. Mm. And this was all talk. It never happened. But, you know, because <laughs> of emails and computers and PDFs, yeah. it seemed like in the future we would no longer need paper. Yeah. But I also feel like we, we have just as much paper around now as we used to. Yeah. Everything's paper. Well, if we take one thing away for the paper, then they, they send like 15 more. Like you get more credit card advertisements by mail or like, you know, the good donation things like, you know, City Meals, they'll send you stuff in the mail to, like, donate. You know, like, good things are sending for to donate, but it's all wasting paper. It's still, like, wasting paper. You know what else about those 
those ringed binders with the paper that yeah. falls off. The, 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 the binder itself, the little ring, never yeah. stays in a straight line. Oh my gosh, it never stays <laughs> and it always unlatches. Yeah, yeah. there'll be a couple, like it'll, yes. it'll start to unwind off yes. one end and, you've and only it'll be used, bent in the middle. And you've used half the notebook. <laughs> so what do you do with the rest of the pages? So then, so then what I used to do is try and wind it back yeah. up into yeah. place, but yeah. you'd have to keep manipulating that pop because the, it's flattened at the top and so yeah. you'd have to keep manipulating I know. Part. Yeah. And, oh man, I've done that before. Ugh. school's very boring, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what school is anymore. <laughs> What's another one, Marv? Well, that one leads nicely into one uh, of, of Louise's, actually, where she says she says people dropping litter, especially when there's a bin nearby. Oh, yes, that drives me crazy i have literally picked up other people's trash and thrown it out in front of their faces i've been so angry about it that those are my karen moments about the environment literally there's a trash can on the corner this guy's standing outside of the bodega and he throws his cigarette carton down like in the pathway of people walking and i looked at him and i looked at him as i was picking it up (laughs) and i shook it in my hand like a total like you know Making my point. And I said, do you want me to throw this away over here? (laughs) And he was like, oh, sorry. And I was like, it's just, you know, trash can. It's our neighborhood. That's all. It's just our neighborhood. It's It's fine. What what gets my goat about the littering is the things that society has decided is not even littering. Like yeah. cigarette butts. Oh my gosh, it's I just, know. It's yes. just common for everybody to just flick their cigarette. And I'm like, that's litter. You're litter. throwing garbage on the ground. You can't do that. Why is that okay? But everybody seems fine. Or not everybody, but the smokers who yeah. smoke, they seem fine with just flicking their cigarettes everywhere. And I just want it's madness to me. Yeah. The things that we've agreed are like, don't count as litter. And I'm like, it's right. just litter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh man, that's infuriating. Yeah, totally. Totally. That really drives me nuts. I had, um, even on the subway, I had some kids that were throwing, it was like a, a tinfoil, threw some tinfoil on the ground. And I was so mad. I was so mad. I just, I think I picked up, I can't remember what I said to these kids, but I said something. Anyway. <laughs> Good. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I, you know what? It, it 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 it's already unnerving enough how much of nature we've paved over. Yeah, like we as a society have like paved, li- and that's a, another version of littering right there. You know, do we yeah. need this many parking lots? Yeah. Do we need this many roads? Do we need this large of a system where it's like? Uh, where are the deer going to go? And so much shopping is done online now that yeah. it's so frustrating to look at all the space we've given to shopping malls and parking lots. And you're like, we can do all of this online. We don't need... And we can use that space for something else. That could have been a park. It could know, have been a park. There could be children playing soccer been, there. There could yeah. be bird watching there. But instead, we put a parking lot. Yeah, it could and be now youth it's centers. Just, it could be like theaters. It could be so many different things. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't even consider some littering but i do and yeah. we put it everywhere and i'm just stop paving over nature yeah Ugh. that does that really does get our goat that that the recycling thing really gets me the thing i also don't like is um the open face trash cans i like having trash cans on the corners because yep. then 
then you can put it if you have something you know sometimes I put it in my bag if I can of course I, I will not litter because it drives me nuts um, but I will put it in the trash can on the corner however if there is no lid the wind picks it out of the trash can and blows it all over the city so yes. like we, there are you know there's a point in the, oh, the I've lived in this neighborhood for quite some time and there was a point where I got so excited because I was like we've got fancy trash cans now <laughs> <laughs> we have a trash can that has a little bit of a cover this is perfect yeah you know because in Midtown they have the nice solar powered yes. ones that are like a mini trash compactor yes. that like actually has a pull down bar it's like a you know, a bear-proof sort of bar. You pull right. it down, put the trash in, and then it has a solar-powered trash compactor right there. Yeah, that's wow. wonderful. But, but yeah. short of that, now we have the ones that just have like a little flying saucer over the top, right. so it's still open air, <laughs> but like a little bit protected. But at least it won't blow everywhere until you know. Then it overflows because people, you know, they don't change the trash. No, I just I just use the blue trash cans on the corner. What blue? The one what are you with the pull-down bar, and you put the trash in. Oh yeah, when you can find and them. And it says USPS on the side. No, Bob. What are you talking about? You can't use the post office for a trash can. <laughs> no, it's where letters go. I would be so mad if someone put a soda. Oh, you can't do that anymore. They've actually adjusted. Um, they've adjusted the, the letter. Mail slot. Yeah. yeah, the mail slot. Yeah. Ew. Could you imagine though if someone put a soda in a in a mail slot this is new york city i think that happened a lot i think that's why they changed oh my gosh you're totally right <laughs> you're totally right that's crazy yeah people are idiots <laughs> oh my gosh but the thing is the thing is marv with the, um, the solar panel trash cans since they are in midtown they're usually really gross so you can't like observe them in their marvel of solar panel combustibleness. Yeah, they're you know? sticky with trash they're on just, the top and all around. Disgusting looking that you think it's a trash can with the handle. Yeah, there's like <laughs> there's some sort of dried sticky substance on the top that's blocking the solar panels from the sun. Like yeah, they, they got gross over over time. We tried. <laughs> we tried. There, there was an effort to beautify the city, and the city did what the city does best. Yes. Absorbed it into the mold. Of festering humanity that yes. it is. Yes, yes, the plague. And <laughs> I'm going to segue your comment just now into another uh, gripe from. from I, t I told you that Sam wrote in a lot of. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Of, of yeah, thanks for all the input. And he said, "Yeah." So I'm guessing that uh, those solar-powered uh, bins will not work because. Sometimes because of a gripe that he has, which is people sticking chewing gum all over mm. the place. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, you've just cracked Grumble Goat episode one. Yes, our yes. first episode was about gum, and yes. I have already mentioned that I despise gum. But and not not even just people sticking it everywhere. Just I hate the chompy, chewy smackiness of gum in people's mouths. I hate it everywhere. But yes, who decided it was fine to stick it on the underside of a table before yeah. you eat? Yeah. Where did that habit come from? Like I get maybe a five-year-old child did that once and was like, <laughs> okay, I, here's a convenient place to put it. But then somehow that idea spread to the yeah. world. What but is that's this a, madness? That's a malicious idea because if a five-year-old was doing it, they'd put it on top of the table. Okay, <laughs> someone who doesn't want you to know it's there puts it on the underside. 
Mm. They're like, oh, I'm sneaky gum. Gum is another thing that people just throw on the sidewalk. They're just, I'm done with this now, and just hawk it right onto the sidewalk. And then now it's on our shoe, and we're stuck to the sidewalk, and we're trying to walk, but the the bottom of our soul keeps you in... Yeah, as you're trying yes. to walk, and oh, it's maddening. And also, how rude to put <laughs> glue, a glue. How rude to put gum on a solar panel. Like yeah. that is just that is that is like disrespect. That's that's a middle finger <laughs> yes. to Mother Nature. To Mother Nature, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you're like rubber. Not, not only am I littering, but I'm blocking the one thing that's trying to prevent global warming from yeah. doing its job by blocking the sun yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Ugh. Yeah, that's no good. Gum. gum. Why do people chew gum? I mean, it's the most anticlimactic food you can think of. You put it in your mouth and it immediately <laughs> loses its flavor. And all you're doing is smacking the rubber ball in your mouth. Ugh. Gum is just awful. What, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know. Find something to eat. Why, do you, why does your mouth have to move I like mean, that? It's well, not satisfying. With the masks, I have noticed I do enjoy chewing a little bit of gum when I have my mask on. Because <laughs> I'm at work for a significant amount of time. Well, that's not because that way, if you try and spit it out, it just ends up right back in your mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you like it because you don't like the smell of your breath. Yeah. And I want to work on the secret plaque. Yeah. <laughs> For more on the secret plaque, tune in to Grumble Goat episode one. We have improved the sound since that episode. Yes. <laughs> we were still learning. <laughs> yeah, we were still learning the ins and out of recording sound. Yes. Which is more complicated than you think it is. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. I will say that uh, that is my... Um, uh, should we say gross out moment in the film Elf? The gum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What happened in the gum? I don't remember the the gum part of Elf. I'll let you. I'll let you tell it, Mark. So it's it's almost at the beginning of uh, when he first goes to New York before he's actually gone to the Empire State Building to go and see James Kahn, and uh, is is actually at the subway. Picking the gum from underneath the, the rails and eating the gum from the rails. Yes, that's like a whole montage of and, like and sugar. I'm looking at that, and that that bit just makes me oh oh oh, that's terrible. Why would you even want to make a joke out of that? It's oh, gross. I love that. It's awful. <laughs> That's like that's like in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when he's like the schnozberries taste like schnozberries and then licking the wallpaper. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just oh, <laughs> the sidewalks are made out of candy in New York City. Just <laughs> <laughs> crabby comedy. Yes. Oh, Will Ferrell's so funny to oh, me. I think he man. is so funny. I just reached. I just watched him in, um, or we just watched him in Eurovision. We watched that not too long ago. I thought that was so funny. It was the Icelandic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was very funny. Mm. Yeah, the Icelandic musician one. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, you're, you're, Louise is a fan of the uh, the two daddies home films, aren't you? Mm. With. Um, Mark oh, Wahlberg Daddy's Home. The, oh, the yeah. yeah. I didn't see the second one, but the first one was magnificent for yes. sure. 
Yes, I love him. I think he's so funny. Oh, what, second one's at Christmas, is it? Did you say? Well, Louise has rejoined me at the side of the side of me at the sofa. <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> hey, Louise. Hi, Hi. Louise. She's listening. <laughs> oh, she can hear us now. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So, what have we got next? Oh, yep. Uh, Stone from um, from Xander and Stone again. She says she hates when people. Don't say words correctly like she she said a lot of people oh my gosh. with her use the word supposedly instead mm. of supposedly and library mm. instead of library. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. gosh. This this yes. 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 This is so grating to me. I yes. hate when people say the word espresso. Oh, yeah. Like yes. espresso with it. it, it, it instead it, of espresso. It, it's like they're making an incidental double entendre. Mm. And, but it, it just, it's just so But they're not. Me. Yeah, they're just yeah. saying it wrong. Or or when somebody says especially. Yeah, oh, especially. Oh, yeah, that or my big one is exactly. If someone says exactly, it like really grinds my ears. Which is weird because that's the correct pronunciation. No, no, it's not. Exactly. You should say exactly. <laughs> It's exactly. Right. How do exactly. you say exactly? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he just punched the T. No, but he didn't. Okay. He didn't right. say exactly. Oh, so you're allowed to have a T. You just yes. can't. You just you can't, can't say act. You can't, you can't really chew Ex- on that T. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't elongate the T. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's also like. Yes. Like and that ah sound is also like just hard on the ears. Let me throw another one at you. Irregardless. Oh, irregardless. Ooh, I, I hate yes. irregardless. People, people mean to say regardless and then they add an extra syllable because they want to sound smart. So they say irregardless. But irregardless, if you follow that train, actually means specifically regarding. <laughs> <laughs> and we already have a word for that. It's called regarding. So if it's regarding, you don't need to say irregardless. You can say regarding. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when people use double negatives as well. I'm trying to think now when, but that that irritates the hell out of me as well. I, yes. yes, people 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 have this strange habit sometimes of asking a question in the negative mm, totally. and then expecting your answer to relate to as if they asked the question in the positive. Yes, you have that problem when you go to like Dunkin' Donuts or yeah. something. Like I'll, I'll say, "Can I get a coffee with a cream?" and they'll say, "No sugar." And that's their question. No sugar. And when I say yes, they add sugar, thinking that I'm saying yes to sugar, not yes to no sugar. Right. So then I have to spell it out for them. I have to say yes, no sugar. Right. You have to yeah. complete the sentence. Yeah. You can't um, just respond. Um, and then, you know, people will ask questions with words like aren't, which is negative. Like, aren't you hungry? Or oh, aren't yeah. you cold? And they'll expect you to answer like Yes, as in yes, I'm cold, mm-hmm. as opposed to yes, I'm not cold. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just it's just, the way the the way people use negatives, and it, and, it, and these are colloquial habits. And I know that it's not you know it's not like a person making a mistake. It's how we phrase things. But it irks me. Just, my brain tries to wrap around these negatives, and I'm like, yeah, it does not compute. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, I mean the, because. And me and my sister argue about this all the time. Uh, my sister is a linguistic anthropologist. And so okay. she studies the way cultures use language. And I 
like I studied theater and performance and I studied Shakespeare and like enunciation and diction. And so I feel that there are rules to grammar and, and rules to the English language that have to be followed. And she's like, no, as long as communication is happening, that's successful language. Mm. So we argue about this all the time. She'd be like, just because somebody asks a question in the negative, it, it, it how the message was received is more important than whether it was worded correctly. Mm. And so like, we, we just, we can't agree on this. Yeah. It's like you're, you're stressing the efficiency of the language and she's saying, no, it's still successful because of how it was received. But you're like, but they could have said it in a better way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, they, sh- they should have said it better. And she'll be like, irregardless, oh my you gosh. understood what they meant. <laughs> but is irregardless an actual word in no. the dictionary? Are we no. sure about that? No, it's of course not. it's not a word. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean anything. It's gibberish. I don't know. Mariah Carey has a song called Irregardless, and she sings it beautifully. She goes, Great. Irregardless. No, it doesn't sound like that. Something else. <laughs> I, I started, and I was like, nope, nope, not, 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 not how that sounds. <laughs> anyway, I do like the song. But once you told me it wasn't a word, it really messed up me listening to it. But oh. then again, there, yeah. there are lots of songs where they use... Words that don't exist. I mean, you know, Mary Poppins, yes. for instance. Is it that one or is it, you know, which one is yes, it? Super califragilistic. Expialidocious, even though, wait. Super califragilistic, expialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. Do you know the words? Supercalifragilistic, expialidocious. Let me do this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. No, I that, I don't think that word's in the dictionary either. No. no. But s- speaking of people singing songs, when I was in choir practice in like sixth grade, my choir teacher brought this to my attention when he said, it's called you, not chew. So, so many people sing these songs and they're like, I love chew. What? <laughs> yes, it's not you. They say it's not. I love you. They say chew. I don't know if it's a way to like make the vowel sound different or like whatever. But there's so many songs that they say chew and not you. Chew, oh, chew, like chew. You got what I need. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, see, I said it exactly, <laughs> not exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. You'll notice it now. Now that once you like hear it, then you'll be like, oh, they said chew. You know, hmm. I, um, as, as somebody that works in the service industry, I have a, a, a habit that um, I feel offends people, and I don't mean it this way, but I pronounce the word either as either, whereas uh. most people around pronounce it either. Yeah. So when I, so as a server, if I say, oh, would you like the fish or chicken? And somebody says to me, neither. Um. I want to repeat to them and verify that I heard them correctly, and I'll say neither, and they think that I'm correcting their grammar, oh, and weird. so then they say with a really weird expression, neither, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird response, though. It's still a weird response to say neither. Like, are you sure you don't want any of the chicken? Do you well, want beef I, instead? That, that was just that was a random example off the right, top of my head, right, but, right, right. but it'd be more like, oh, oh, I'll take a cup of coffee. Okay, do you want cream or sugar? Yeah. Neither. neither. Either. These, these sorts of things. Sure. Anyway, I don't know. This might be too difficult well, to explain. Like, that's like aunt and aunt. Do you say aunt? I say aunt. Do you say aunt? 
I'd say aunt. We're talking about the bugs? No, we're talking about <laughs> your uncles and aunts. No, you know, one time, speaking of my aunts, I, I remember this time when I, I said the word vase. Right. But they said vase. Yeah, you say vase. And I said vase. And I don't know why. I was like nine years old. I don't know why I was saying vase. Maybe uh-huh. I just heard it for the first time. <laughs> uh-huh. But then my aunts were all just like making fun of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Matt, Matt got a new vase. Oh, Matt, put the vase over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, early, the... that's like you say tomato and I say tomato. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, Absolutely. right, right. Yeah. George, George Gershwin. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Classic. You say potato and I say potato. 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 Say... potato. Uh, wait, just a uh, quick aside. Um, one time I did see somebody audition with that song. Oh, my god! But gosh. they didn't know the show. What? And apparently, they just, I don't know. They must have just read the lyrics. Oh, and people they are so stupid. Like, I say tomato, and you say tomato, <gasps> tomato, 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 tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so mortifying for them. Oh, everyone behind the table knew it, and they are just waiting for them to leave to laugh. Oh, that's awful. Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Goodness gracious. Always read the play. Hello. I'm sorry you put Louise in. Louise is crying after you. That's great. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's madness. Yeah, pronouncing things incorrectly. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we, we touched, when we when we recorded the February ep- episode, we did touch on some of that stuff. But, you know, when we record, we talk for a, a longer period of time. And then, you know, Matt ferociously cuts for comedy and of the fun things that we say. But, um, but yes, that's... Definitely. Speaking Definitely. of pronouncing things incorrectly, I'm going to nerd out on you guys real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a there was a Star Trek movie. It was one of the later ones with the Next Generation cast. Okay. Where I don't remember which. J.J. Abrams cast. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no what? No, the Next Generation cast. You know, oh, it, it, right, 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 Captain right. Jean Luc yes, Picard yes, yes, and all. Yes. Um, John Stewart. It, it was right? it, it was about yeah. the Borg. I don't remember the title of the film, but it was Patrick, one of the Patrick later Stewart. Star Trek. What? Sorry, I had to get there. I had to get there. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and uh, the Borg got... Um, um, Scotty. Uh, my, my brain is malfunctioning. The Borg. Data. Data, thank you. Data. The Borg okay. got Data. <laughs> and, and so Data was now part of, part of the Borg collective. Oh. And, and he says to... I forget who he says it to, but he says, Resistance is futile. Mm, and yes. I, being a Star Trek fan, was sitting there being like, nah, that's not how the Borgs say it. <gasps> they say resistance is futile. Oh, yeah, that's yes, what I thought. And so, and so it turned out that Data was lying. He was <gasps> playing the part. Oh, my gosh, he was a double agent. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Even I picked up on that. Did Picard pick up on that in the film? And that's how he knew that the data was not taken out of the Here I was trying to nerd out on you, and you know the film better than I do. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, oh, I would yeah. guess. He's a smarty. 
<laughs> he's a smarty and i even picked up on it right now when you said it i was like oh you even you did mm, okay yeah. all right i yeah. i failed guys i was trying to anyway speaking of mispronouncing things that worked in the conversation oh totally i mispronounce words all the time <laughs> that's also why i've already had two star trek related shows as guests before as well <laughs> awesome yeah star trek yes. oh, how do you feel about the jj abrams reboot mm. i don't mind them they're they're okay they're not the same as the series but yeah, they're okay. Oh, it's different, but oh man, do I love it. Yeah, I think they're fun. You made them, uh, like, it's just fast action and just wonderful, and it's just, it's a great, I mean, it's 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 a great way to revitalize a series that was, you know, like, sort of, like, it, you know, sort of yeah. petering out, I yeah. guess, except they're still making shows all the No, time. I mean, the Trekkie following is insane. Like, they have conventions and conventions and conventions, I think. That's yeah. just My like, father used to take me to some of those yeah. conventions, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the first, the first movie that J.J. Abrams did of the reboot. I think is the yeah. best of them. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, it was great. The casting was outstanding. And, uh, in that. I know yeah. Chris Pine. <laughs> uh, such a good voice. Brilliant. Oh, uh, oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, love that thing. <clears throat> my wife took the whole planet from me in the divorce. <laughs> All I got left is my bones. <laughs> Love that line. Yes. No, he, when he came on and he he opened his mouth, I was like, he is perfect. He is perfectly <laughs> yeah. cast for this. Yeah. Oh, Zachary man. Quinto as well. Brilliant. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, they all are. Yeah. Totally. Nerding out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. In my, while I was, while I was recovering from the vaccine. Mm. Yeah. While I was delirious with my side effects, yes. I uh, I watched that Star Trek again. Yeah, yeah. I need to dig that out again and watch that again. Uh, yeah, the got- series, the series with when he's that he, when he's trying to get him on the space shuttle makes me laugh every time. Namtong. Namtong. What Namtong? <laughs> you know, and he's like trying to explain the thing, and they keep slowing him down with all these side effects with these things. He keeps jabbing him in the arm. He's like, stop doing that. Stop doing that. It's just so. It's so. I love the lead in. It's like I don't like to watch movies over and over again, even if I really like them. But that movie, and then um, Singing in the Rain, the yeah. Make Them Laugh series. Uh, with, of course, I can't remember his name, uh, the famous comedian and, and dancer. He has that whole make him laugh lotsy that he does. Yes, yes. And it's just brilliant. It makes me, I laugh. It's like I fall on the floor every single time. My favorite make him laugh, make him laugh. Yeah, it's I, just. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen <gasps> Yes, you do. Don't even say that you don't know what I'm talking about. I you, don't know what you're talking about. No, you have to know. We're going to have a movie date. We're going to have a movie date, and okay. you're going to watch that movie if and you've I'm never seen it. And I'm going to pretend to be remembering it as we watch it. Yes. Okay. You should know that. <laughs> you should know that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, this scene, of course. Yes. Oh, yeah, of the whole movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a stock, you know, it's like one of the stock musicals. Yeah. Great. Anyway, it's brilliant. Would you call it? It's singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. <laughs> yes, oh, you know the thing. Right. Oh, that's the one where he walks inside and the shopkeep says to him, "Is it raining?" <laughs> right. Hey, good callback. Nice. That was good. I was, I was waiting to see if you were going to do that. 
Uh, all right. I don't know. Do you have any more more grumbles for us? What are we? There are so many grumbles. Oh, of course there are. Another one from Sam is unnecessary love stories in an action film. Oh, that's interesting. Now, hang on. We need some humanity, don't we? Well, it depends on what kind. Like, just because the giant dinosaur is fighting the giant robot doesn't mean I need a little human connection every once in a while. Yes. Um, I agree with him in one of the Avengers movie. They gave the Hulk, right? No, not the Hulk, right? No. Yeah, the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk. The yeah, Hulk the yeah. and um, Scarlett Johansson's character. Yeah. A yeah. love story. They were, like, in love with each other in a movie. Yeah. And that was out of left field to me. I was like, why is this happening? Yeah. Like, she's, like, a badass, like, Russian, like, spy-turned-Avenger thing, and he's, like, a green giant that smashes things. Yeah, but, but like, he's built. super smart doctor, you know. I mean, you see it, right? No, it's it didn't make any sense. Green it was monster. like totally out of left field that they were in a relationship. And I was like, did I miss something from the first movie? I mean, what do you think he means when he says Hulk smash? And it was like... And it's like they were It's like she was the... Yeah! <laughs> and she like had to bring... Like that was the, the, the whole thing. Like she brought him back to... I don't know. So yeah, I... It, Unnecessarily. Well, and also, actually, for a women protagonist in the, you know, Star, I would say Star Wars series, in the superheroes, like, why does a woman need a love story to make her interesting? Like Wonder Woman. I was yeah. so excited about Wonder Woman and the sequel to come back out. And I, lo I love Chris Pine, okay? I want Chris Pine in the movie just as much as you do. But he didn't need to be there, you yeah, it know? Was, it, was, it, was, it was very strange to make the first half of the movie just justifying Chris Pine being in the movie. Yeah! Because he had died 80 died. years previous to the movie. Yes. Like, I mean, the, the character, not the but actor. But, like, Wonder Woman is yeah. supposed to be so strong. Why do she, why did we, for to show a weakness within her, why does it have to be a relationship? Why does it, why does it have to be a romantic thing? Why can't it be something else? Yeah. You she, know? She just couldn't let go of the love of her life that she let go of 80 years ago. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Clearly has been running, like, you know. In the it was just history so museum mad or something. that that movie was like it, Ugh, it was, they, I mean they jumped was, through so many hoops just to get like just the 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 logic hour. of the movie made no sense just to justify yes. Chris being in the movie. An hour into the movie, we find out who the villain maybe be and <laughs> is like what the plot is going to maybe be an hour um, in. No, I agree that, that sometimes love stories are jammed into what should be an action story or what should be a story that's not focused on romance or whatever. But I also argue that in some of these action films, they try and jam plot in there mm. when all they really want to do is show a giant monkey fighting a giant Godzilla, like right. a giant dinosaur, you know? Like, it's okay if that's all the movie is. Like, I'll watch an hour and a half of two giant monsters fighting each other. I'm cool with that. I don't know. I think I want substance, you know? I really, like, need to know what Godzilla's motivation was. Well, in this movie, you didn't watch it with me, but in this movie, <laughs> there was a deaf little girl that taught him sign language. Oh, that's right. So that you was, told me that. That was his motivation. Oh, it's like a Congo moment. That's just, uh, sorry, that's a spoiler <laughs> moment for anybody that's about to watch Godzilla vs. King Kong. Is that even the title of the film? I don't I know. I might have got it backwards. Oh. <laughs> I think he just had a stomach ache and was like, I'm grumpy. Let's have a fight. <laughs> Hangry. 
I don't know, but I don't yeah. need to. Watch, I don't need yeah. to watch the new Wonder Woman film now, obviously. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, no. we did that for you. Wait, you were it's you, very long. You were agreeing with us, though. You haven't seen it. It's well, we've only described the first hour. Yes, yeah, so feel free. <laughs> you don't even know what the movie's about. <laughs> and then no. you just call us right back, and you can just, we'll talk all about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have so many opinions about. You want some grumbles? There's some grumbles in there. Oh, I just wanted it to be so good. <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard. You know, making movies is hard. It's not not an easy, not an easy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you need Chris Pratt to sell it. <laughs> yeah. You've got to justify apparently. him being there. Yeah. Which he doesn't because she's a good enough actress on her own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, it's a superhero movie. Like, right. it, like, even if the acting's not that great, you're there for the action. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying she's not. She is great. So, I mean, it had enough legs to stand on and make a, a, a quality film. It did, yeah. And then, and then they were like, mm, no, let's get Chris Pine in there. And so they <laughs> threw out the script and we're like, all right, guys, ad-lib some dialogue. Let's pretend Chris Pine is back now. Right. It's been so long. We'll do callbacks. And they're like, okay. What is that? That's called a trash can, Chris. <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to spoil the movie for you now. Sorry. But we haven't even mentioned the plot of the movie. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, tr- we'll let him figure it romance. out. Yeah, we'll let him figure it out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So silly. Well, what I'll do, then, is if I want to watch the film, I'll just skip through the first hour and watch it from a, from the hour hour mark onwards. <laughs> there you go. I think it'll be the same film. Yes, I, I actually. Think. <laughs> I think it'll be all caught up. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that first hour could have ended up on the editing floor. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I was going to say sometimes I will purposely miss the beginning of Columbo so that I've got to try and work out who the killer is. <gasps> uh. That's that's funny. Yeah, because you know the killer is going to show up in the first five minutes. Right. <laughs> For, formulaic. Oh, yeah. yeah, like just in the credits, it'll say guest starring, and you're like, well, I, I think I know who the killer is. <laughs> Yes, yes. Guest starring William Shatner. Oh, he's the killer. Oh, amazing. What's this one? Oh, Pete, Pete, Louise says, people who don't thank you when you hold the door open for them. Oh, my gosh. Well, we sort of covered that a little bit. A little like, bit, yeah. When yeah. you're accidentally holding the door open for a group, and by the end, they're not thanking you. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but I, I, you know, when somebody's holding the door for me, I do, I, I, I feel obligated to, but I'll do that little jog and I'll say thank you and yeah. I'll try to make eye contact. I'll treat, because like a little bit of kindness is so nice yeah. to receive that like yeah. all you have to do back is just like give that little like, thank you. I appreciate, I see you and I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, I'll, you know, you, you should even do that if it is a doorman whose job it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, if a waiter's yeah. bringing you a glass of water, that's a thank you moment, too. Oh, that's, I know. Just because it's somebody's job doesn't mean it's not a thank you moment. Exactly, and you don't need to purposely ignore the service, right? Yeah, you don't just, need be, to... just because the server's job is to be a ninja and make you forget them doesn't yeah. mean your job is to... Ignore them. Ignore them. <laughs> yeah, and when they ask you a question, to literally not respond until your friend asks you the exact same question at the table, and then you think about responding. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, and that goes with a, another yes. one that Sam came in with, came gave to me, which was uh, not not thanking um, 
you know, bus drivers, coach drivers, or or people like taxi drivers or anybody either, and just getting out without saying anything or acknowledging that they're doing a job that's important or anything. Now, when it comes yes. to when it comes to a taxi driver, it's like that's a one-on-one situation. Mm-hmm. That, that you should definitely be saying thank you, like oh, because you're yeah. directly interacting with that person. Yeah. Now, a bus driver, on the other hand, mm. I love thanking a bus driver for the I ride. I do too, because they're not expecting that. No, <laughs> they're not expecting that. And so you come at them with a thanks for the ride, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that made my day. Yeah, they do get excited yeah, about they zone, that. You know, just like anybody else on the road, you know, they're zoning out a little bit. They're just, yeah. they're just grinding through the minutes of the day, and they get a little thank you. And they're like, yeah, oh, that's right. I'm doing favors for people. Yeah. That's a, and that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I like to thank the MTA workers that are cleaning the subway. Absolutely. I always yes. thank them, and I don't get necessarily the best response back. <laughs> but I think I did. I think they did appreciate that I said thank you. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some are like, nah. <laughs> and some are like, thank you. Yeah, have a nice day. You know. Yeah. But yes, thankless jobs like picking up the roadkill off the the road, the side of the road. That is a thankless job. Well, yeah, but that's, you know that's that's like free groceries for the week. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. what's for dinner? Uh, but don't worry, I brought something home. Oh my gosh, it's like a dead raccoon or something. <laughs> I was just thinking raccoon as well. I don't know why. Raccoon Amazing. Fries. <laughs> raccoon and fries. Yeah, mean, raccoon and fries. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raccoon and fries. Oh, wonderful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dirty jobs. That was that was uh, was like a reality TV show for a while. Yeah, Over dirty here jobs. It was yeah. dirty jobs. So he would go around, basically all the thankless jobs that people have to do. You have to have to get done. Yeah. And every time I see like roadkill on the side of the road, I'm like, oh, they didn't do it yet. They didn't go around and pick up all the dead animals. I saw I saw a picture on the internet of um, it, it was it was um, it was titled "Not My Job." And oh. it was it was a picture of a road that the guy was going down painting the line down the middle of the road uh-huh. and he had painted right over a dead raccoon. Oh no. It's like, it's, like, it's not my job. He just kept <laughs> he just kept painting down the middle of the road. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, my boundaries are not picking up dead animals off the road. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't you feel bad putting that machine, running that machine over the dead raccoon? Yeah, you like double deaded him. Double deaded. <laughs> yeah. Double double dead. Double dead. Yeah, that's like double down on move. his kill. Yeah. Yeah. Finish him. <laughs> Knock out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We have fun in in our house. (laughs) Jenna says that she, Jenna Stone, she says that she hates it when people leave microwaves uh, in a disgusting manner at workplaces. Oh, now, isn't that interesting? Not covering, 
not covering your food when you put it in the microwave. Uh, see, that's, I mean, that's, that, it's a simple thing. You just cover your food when you put it in the microwave and you're not going to make a mess. Now, do you think that's because people don't know that they need to cover their food or they just don't care? Um, I think it's, I think it's, a, a, I think it's a greater portion. People don't care. Oh. Yeah. People, it's, it's, it goes back to that not my job thing, you know? Well, it is their job. It's their food. Right, well, but their job isn't to clean the kitchenette at the office. Right, that's someone else. So they they job. assume that whoever comes in after hours and empties <gasps> their bin, it's the same person that has to go to wipe up their spaghetti sauce off the ceiling of the microwave. That's very annoying. And cleaning the microwave is an inconvenience because it's like you're putting your hands in a little box. Mm-hmm. You know, almost yeah. like a diorama. Like you're like cleaning a diorama. Oh, that's so. To you, it's like it's like house cleaning. <laughs> you're, you're like cleaning a little dollhouse. Yes. <laughs> just just empty inside. Don't know. Right. You're like little. little actually, you're like, no. Let's get the ceiling. Yeah, there but, we go. but actually, in this house, you clean the microwave. I don't. You're like this is disgusting. Well, I have I'm, to clean yeah. the microwave. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, that you could put plastic wrap over your food and put it in the microwave. Matt taught me that. Yeah. Well, that prevents the ceiling from needing to be wiped off. Yes. And, I, well, I just put, like, a paper towel, but, like, the plastic. Well, the I paper towel be weird the paper is a funny thing because, I mean, it's sort of, it's, it, 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 the paper towel is the exact dimensions of the microwave, and so it gets caught. So as the bowl turns under it, yeah. the, the, the paper towel does not turn. Right. And so it's just sort of this wafty Wave. little thing. And so, like, yeah. any little thing sets it off, and then, you know, it might get a little mm. steam on it, it might fall to mm. the side. Who knows it may fall in there. it. Sometimes it, the paper towel falls in the stuff that you're microwaving. Yeah, and then you have to eat paper towel. Yeah, I don't really use the microwave all too often because I don't think it's good for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's, you know, I, I just, mean, it seems like that futuristic technology, like, you know, like in, 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 in these sci-fi novels when people have to eat these like soy byproducts that are flavorless, <laughs> but they have all the things you need, like nobody enjoys. That's what the microwave is like. It's like the right. first step toward that. It's like, yeah. this doesn't feel like it's the right meal thing. Yeah. But... I mean, if, like, very rarely we'll heat stuff up in the microwave or, like, coffee or, or whatever. But, yeah, but people, but using a communal microwave. Using anything communal. You should wipe it you down. You should probably keep it clean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like when you have one, like, like one of those, um, like, at, at the kitchenette at work, mm-hmm. you'll have a bunch of dirty mugs in the sink. Oh. Yeah. Who does clean the mugs? Who cleans the mug? And they all you assume should. it's the same person that cleans the bin, but you know who it is. It's just, it's the, you know, the one quiet guy in the corner that just does it because he's annoyed with everybody else. Or is it the cleaning person that they have come in at the end of the night? Or do they not touch the mugs? Is that a different person? How many people work in this office? Yeah, we, we yeah, need we details need, here. We need details. Where's the HR? Do you have the HR number? <laughs> I want to get in contact with them. They should. There should be a bill of rules posted for the kitchenette, and if right. you're not following those rules, because there probably is. Yeah. Let's face it. There probably is something. And then you know, uh, Stacy put her name right. on her lunch in the fridge, and but you know, Kevin's eating it, should, and there's no rules. It's chaos. Right, right. Should we pause? Do you hear that siren? Microwave police. <laughs> yeah, Louise says is that the microwave police? Yeah, the, the microwave, microwave police. police. <laughs> yeah. We sorry, we live near a hospital too. That's so okay. we get this all the time. Um so, so do we. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I think if this was a Google building, you would have to wash out your own mug. I feel like they would make that their rule. 
I think in, in, in Google buildings, they have, they have ping pong tables instead of microwaves, right? <laughs> right. Like, that's what I picture. They just have beanbag chairs and, and ping pong tables. And whiteboards. And whiteboards. Lots of whiteboards. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. And just one big desk. They don't have cubicles. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They'd eat food that was environmentally friendly, I would have thought, in Google. Yeah, the sushi. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have quinoa granola bars. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a, you know, sunflower Snacks. seed infused chai tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Kale. Yes. There's kale and everything. Whatever makes their minds work. Yeah, the plates are made out of kale, I think. Yeah, they can just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a crisp. They, you just yeah. eat the plate. Yeah, after you're, when done, you're done eating, like yeah. a bread bowl. Like they have, yeah, it's dry, dried seafood mm. as the placemat. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you, 2027 <laughs> kale plate. <laughs> oh my gosh! I will apologize to people who have sent other questions in, but we've not got to them. <laughs> Otherwise, this That's episode okay. will end up oh being God, about five okay. or six hours long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Oh, we can grumble all day. Yes. No, oh, but that I was really fun. I loved. I love that little. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, forward yeah, please them this do, way, and then we, maybe we can hit some episodes with these suggestions. Yes, yes, that would be awesome. That would be awesome because we're always looking for new things, as well as when guests come on. It's it's funny to. See hear what other people you know grumble about it's it's really fun yeah having having a guest come on one of our guests came on and grumbled about sponges yeah. like just kitchen sponges and I was, how is this upsetting but we had a great conversation we about them being upset about sponges and it was funny because then when rocio came on to complain about jeans in bed she yes. used that as an example. She was like, oh, I, I almost wrote sponges down, but I saw that someone already had done that. And I was like, how funny. How funny that there's more than one person that doesn't like a sponge. <laughs> but it's great. I love it. It's, it's really fun. You've reminded me, actually, there was one who we have missed that we will get to. Okay. Because I don't want to miss the... Is it sponges? <laughs> it could be. It could be. What's that? <laughs> Adam and Craig. Oh, so Adam from Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasure Cinema, he says that his co-host, Craig, has a uh, hatred for Ugh. snow globes. Oh, I hate for snow globes. Yeah, he really despises goodness. snow globes. But he doesn't know... <gasps> his, his colleague, Adam, doesn't know why. That's really strange. I... Does he feel like the people in those little villages are trapped in there? Oh my god! Like it's always cold there. What a sad world when is it's it, always cold. Is it always cold, or is it just glitter? Now the snow globe. I'm picturing the snow globe, and I'm. This is, I think, the world's first GIF. Oh, oh, yes. an animated picture. It's like the world's first yes. GIF. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you just have to shake it a little bit. And then yeah. snowing. Yeah. I've always liked snow globes. I think they're great. I mean, it gives you eight seconds of entertainment. What's the not like? Well, that's the thing. I also love snow globes because I like that. But then I get a little sad when it's not moving. So when the snow when does, snowing. when it does stop snowing, I get a little sad. 
Yeah. You know, we're trained that way from a young age. We're trained to love snow days. We get oh, off yeah. school. If it keeps snowing, if it snows too much, we can take the sled down the hill. Right. Like, we're trained to love excessive snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or at least we were when we were kids. You know what? 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 What you need to do is get like one of those paint can shakers uh-huh. and put put your snow globe in there, uh-huh. and then you endless endless snow. It's like a blizzard in there. What are you talking about? The paint can shaker. In the snow globe? No, put the snow globe in the paint can shaker. Like that? Like the snow globe is the top of the paint can shaker. You, are you talking about a paint can? I don't understand what we're talking about. A paint okay, can shaker. You know shaker. when you go to Home Depot and yeah. you ask for a certain color, yeah. and they put the dye in the paint, yeah. and then they close the lid, yeah. and then they put it in a... Ah, shaker. <laughs> but they don't really shake it. They, like, stir it. No, it's a... It, oh, okay. It's oh. like a really old washing machine that's oh. off balance, or drying machine that's off balance, you know? I feel you do like... that, and it'll end the snow. Yeah, but then it, like, moves, and then that's, like, a little sexy. Why is it like that... Like, a, a moving snow globe is a little sexy. A moving snow globe? Yeah. One that's experiencing, a, yes. like, a, a nine on the Richter scale earthquake? <laughs> yes. When it's like... You're like, That's giving someone pleasure. Wait, here's what I don't understand. You get, you, you get a snow globe that's, like, a little bit older... And it's got that bubble at the top. I know. They Where's also have a bubble, bubble, though. Where does that bubble come from? No, they need a bubble. You need a little air in no, there, No, but, like, the older it gets, like, the bigger the bubble grows. Oh, and it's like, do where's... you think the water disintegrates? But where? How? It just, like, evaporates. It evaporates. Hole, but if, if it, if it's a sealed system, right? Do you think it's leaking? It's no, not leaking. I don't think it's leaking. It has to evaporate. What kind of water do you put in one of those things? Distilled water. No. It has to be some kind of... Do you of... think it's vodka? I don't know, Marv. Do you know? <laughs> I, I want do you know what liquid they put in a snow globe? So I can just smash the things open and get a drink. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean because it's like it's all preserved, right? Like you don't see any seaweed growing in there. There's no, no that you're right. It doesn't. It's not green. It doesn't turn green. Yeah. There's no algae. They so have to put something in there. Maybe it's just rubbing alcohol. Ah, no, but then it would evaporate if it's alcohol. But, wait, but it's a sealed system. Mm. How's it evaporating? I don't it know. What do they use as snow? No is it styrofoam? To to. Wait, oh. you're telling me that it's not snow that's in the globe? No, you know there's no snow in the globe. It's not snow. What do you, you think no, it is? It oh, can't. you know what it is? Good. It's those little pieces of paper that come off the notebook paper. <laughs> that is, it's yes. a little piece. No, and then it get mushy. <laughs> That's where they all go. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snow globe manufacturer. Um, <laughs> interesting. That's so weird. Night. um that's so fascinating i want this person who i don't know that has a hatred of snow globes to be like the little boy in a christmas movie that like something happened to a snow globe and now he like can't look at a snow globe ever again i'm so curious about really strong character choices the story behind the hatred of this snow globes what what ptsd did they suffer that i know did did one of their parents give them this snow globe and then the other parent was jealous of the other parent and so they shipped the snow globe away and the child never saw the snow globe anymore maybe maybe at some point they they um they had a uh, a hamster it uh. was in a hamster wheel oh no yeah. i don't like where this is going <laughs> okay 
<laughs> yes. And I was, I, I don't know, they put this. I, you I put it in the snow globe. I know where you were going with the hamster. <laughs> you were going to murder it with that liquid in there. They only have, a, he only has a little bubble to breathe. Yeah. 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 Mm. No. Uh, yeah. What a strange uh, character <laughs> choice to oh, hate snow globes. Snow globes. Like it's it's like you know when when you're meeting a new group of people and they're yeah. like oh, let's go around the circle and say an interesting thing about everybody yeah. and he, he it got to him and he had no idea what to say so he just like looked around the room and was like uh, I hate snow globes. Snow globe. <laughs> um, there is a Christmas movie with Christina Emilian and it is called Snow Globe and it is one of my favorites. Yeah. Just because it's a silly Christmas movie, you know. Yeah. What did they use for snow in that movie? Ah, uh, sheets of plastic maybe. Oh. I have no idea. Microplastics. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. microplastics. They used microplastics. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, they probably used all those things, yeah. huh? And now I guess microplastics are in our DNA? Is uh, that that's happening? what I hear. We're all hear a little it. synthetic now. <laughs> I feel like we've always been a little synthetic in the modern age. Um, but that, that brings me to my question of how this person feels about trinkets. Because a snow globe is like a trinket, like like I a wonder, magnet that you buy on vacation. Yeah, I wonder if you know? they have like a glass menagerie. Yes. And well, they they clearly they don't because <laughs> they don't like them. But yeah. But like they, they like to them, putting something inside glass is sacrilege. Uh, oh. The figure itself should be just formed out of glass. Yes. What is it? Maybe they only like maracas. Uh-huh. And so, like, the maracas, you shake and it makes sound. And so he's shaking these snow globes, being like, it's not doing the rhythmic sound. Oh, they do shake a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you shake them. Yeah. They do make that sound. No, that's the maracas. Oh, I thought you were talking about a snow globe. What kind of snow globes make noise? Snow globes can make noise. The ones you wind at the bottom. Well, that's a music. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a music. I don't know what, why I said it like that. What do you think maracas like are? Well, no, that is music, <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about. You know, I think you can make music from anything. Yeah? Yeah, it's got to be creative. Okay. Let's make music from gum we find on the streets. I think you could. I think you could make music from the initial response that you have when you see gum on the street. Then oh. you could make a whole song out of that. There's a show I did uh, in college called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Okay. Which is a great lesson for somebody that's paying for college to learn. <laughs> but it's called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Sure. And they have a song that's called, um, it's called like Oops or something like that. Okay. But it's all just um, noises we make put to music. So I it's like, that. oops, uh huh, uh oh. And all the, and oh. this, those noises on repeat. And so you have a chorus of people singing these. Like, just random noises we make ah. in conversation. And it's a cute song. How about that? Yeah. Hmm. What do you think the people inside the snow globe are talking about? <laughs> Snowed out today? <laughs> Is it snowing? Is yep. it snowing? <laughs> Is it snowing out there, Tom? Is it ready to kill there? you, Jim? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> One of these days, Jim. Hmm. Why, yeah, yeah, snow globes. So I'm very curious about this person now. Doesn't like snow globes. I wonder if like every day for them is like tomorrow's Christmas. 
I know. And then, uh, Tragic. But then, but then it never, never comes because they're just always Christmas. preparing for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you feel about snow globes? I think they're great. I think they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> they always bring like a little joy. version of that, uh, that um, oh, what was that film? Um, oh, oh, what was that streaming service that, 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 that lasted for about three, three or four months? And then, the, and, then the, mm. and, and then the COVID happened and it went down under because people weren't bothered about watching 60-second films. What was that? Oh, oh, yes. What was that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what that was called. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, that was very short-lived. Yes, yeah. Because the idea was that it was oh, for people no. to watch little short films because they didn't have the time for because of work. And then when it started, yeah. basically within a week or two of the of it starting the service, uh, COVID happened and everybody went into lockdown, and nobody, everybody right. had too much time to watch short videos, so it went yeah, out we, to service. All of a sudden, there were time for full length movies. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. That's wild. That exactly. No, it's weird totally. that we simultaneously have time to binge watch Netflix shows. And at the same time, have no time because we're constantly busy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, yes, and so many about, you know, so many people when they commute, that's when they listen to podcasts. It's kind of fascinating that when people stop commuting, you know, people stop listening to podcasts, too. You know? Or, or may- maybe they just don't like us. No, <laughs> maybe they didn't like us. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Well, who hasn't got 15, 16 minutes in a day to listen to, to, to your podcast? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, yeah. We, I mean, I, we, we definitely have a short format. Yeah. And I mean, I love short for, because I love there's several podcasts I listen to that are like 20 minutes mm-hmm. that I'm like I love that I love getting in and out having like a story having you know felt something learned something and then out and so out when when we were starting Grumble Code I was mm-hmm. like I want it to be quick I want it to be funny I want yeah. it to be a topic everybody can laugh about and then just go right to the next yeah you know? like just just quick format I love that format and we've definitely gotten a lot of feedback from that and that's one of the things that people really like about it is that it is shorter which no. this episode won't be. good. No, but this is a different kind of podcast. <laughs> it's, it's. Which is so great. Thank you very much. fan thingies this is darwin from darwin's deviations and uh, uh um what
What was the line again? Oh, no. You ruined it. What kind of a man are you? You can't even make a short clip. Shut up. Darwin, why are we even doing this? Because we're desperate. You're listening to Pods Like Us. Wow, what is their show even like? I don't know. Does anybody even listen to them? We all just want to mooch off the free marketing, but... I hope I don't regret associating with them. No worries, Darwin. They'll be the ones regretting it. Pods like us won't let me cuss, but if you want profanity, check out my depravity. Um, Darwin, that sucks. Shut up.